Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 60 of Class 1A. I'm Brennan. Meth, welcome back. Hello. Good episode 60 here. And today's episode, we have a very special guest on today. Uh, <laughs> we have my father. <laughs> say hello. Say hello. Hello, millions of listeners. I'm responsible for Brennan, at least partly. Whoa, millions. Calm down here, all right? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Our logo. Well, by, the, by the time they uh, hear this, it'll be millions. Ah, uh, true. Yeah, I forgot the, the clout really uh, comes right. into play here. Millions, yeah. Like, our logo isn't just something I drew in one of my school's empty classrooms when I was bored. But, uh, you have a new logo now. Don't you have a new logo now? I have a sketch for it, but it isn't finished yet. Oh. Speaking right. of which, listeners, we have a new logo coming up <laughs> at some point in the future. <laughs> we'll get a new. We will get a new logo probably within a couple weeks. I don't know, but it's on its way. It's on its way. But, I mean, uh, give a little more details, and we kind of leaving it out there floating. Uh, last time I texted her. Last time I texted her, she said she's been too lazy, and she says that uh, she hopes that she gets more passion for it when she moves back to campus. <laughs> that's that's the she's doing it for free. It's kind of hard to be like mad about it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and the sketch was pretty good, so we could buy our time. All right, so is, is this part of the podcast where you talk about your sponsors? Oh yeah, uh, this episode is brought to you by Class One A. Uh, they decided to sponsor us for this episode. Uh, they, wow, thanks for the pity laugh. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you like that? You like that joke? Yeah, yeah. We don't get we we don't get any sponsors. Not yet, at least. Just wait. Uh, not yet. Not yet. No, I don't even know if we're sponsor friendly to be honest. I've always like I want to say it's because we're too small, but honestly, like if they go and review our episodes, I have a bad feeling that there's gonna be like you guys said some bad shit earlier. <laughs> what? Come on, oh, oh. we're not, we're not that bad. I don't. I sometimes I listen back to episodes like that. That was a bit. That, that was a lot. <laughs> I are mean, there so, are there other podcasts that do what you do? None that do it as good as we do. Well, true, man. actually true. I don't but know. Are there a lot of podcasts that talk about anime? <laughs> you said that there, like it was. There a, are definitely some, no, but I feel like they're weirdly like. I, they, all of them have gimmicks from as far as I'm. Uh, there are a couple who do it like us, but most of them have gimmicks where they like, like the there's a there's one that has the exact same name as us, but they only review one anime, and they just do oh. that same one over and over again. Well, that's but, not real. I yeah. know, but they're more successful. It's so annoying. They do the same animation over and over again. How many? How how could they do that? Well, it's still ongoing because the anime has like a hundred. Uh... It has like 128 episodes, I think, and they keep releasing a new episodes every Saturday. Well, it's like season six right now. So there's new episodes weekly, and the manga is continuously being updated with new chapters coming out and new volumes of the book coming out. So they keep talking about it. But their show kind of sucks. So, you know, we, we make fun of them for that. Anyway, viewers, you might be... Li- not viewers, sorry. Uh, listeners, you might be wondering, why is my dad on here? Uh... Well, one reason is because I showed my dad three episodes of anime, and um, we're here to talk about that. I thought it would be a funny idea to bring on somebody who, I think I talked about this in an earlier episode, Meth, 
bringing on somebody who has no idea what has no experience with anime whatsoever, showing them anime and getting their first time opinions of it. So I showed my dad three episodes of anime. I showed him the first episode of Chainsaw Man, the first episode of 86, and the first episode of Cowboy Bebop. I showed Cowboy I showed Cowboy Bebop dubbed and 86 and Chainsaw Man were subbed. And mm. yeah. So and I wanted to get so we we'll tackle each episode at once. Um, Matt, do you have any initial questions or thoughts you want to bring up? Yeah, yeah, I actually did have a question because Brennan's painting the picture that you know like nothing about anime. So I wanted to ask like because it does actually help the pending, but like, have you like never heard of anime before? <laughs> no, I've only heard of it. I've only heard of it through Brennan. I have absolutely no familiarity with it at all, other than that. Um. You know, I kind of wish, now in retrospect, he would have shared it with me earlier, but... Ooh. Uh, I, you know, it might be better. Together, you know, I was like, it should have been a father-son butter moment. Oh, no. <laughs> you make me feel so guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it sounds bad. Like, we don't want, but we do. We have watched stuff together. Yes, we have. But never ventured into that territory. And I wonder why. I've always Brandon. been... I don't know. Okay, put this all on me. Like, I'm the only one who can answer these questions or something. <laughs> I don't know why. I'll give Brennan credit. I also have never watched anime. Well, I guess I've watched, like, an anime movie with my parents when I was a kid. But otherwise, like, it's be it, because you don't know anything about anime, it's actually great that you can separate yourself from this. But anime has a really big stigma, especially when we were growing up. So it's kind of, like, a loser thing to do. And as mm -hmm. a result, like, like... It's not something you want to share with your parents as much as you want to share like shows that were more mainstream, I guess. Good, that's a good segue. My, <laughs> some of my main thoughts is that, of course. Well, I get these are your thoughts in general, right? Yes, these general thoughts before I talk about the episodes. Yeah, but my general thought is it's just another format for telling stories. It's not really; it's only unique in the fact that it's animation. The storylines are things that you would see in any type of series uh, that's been probably been told since, I don't know, Shakespeare was writing words. You know, you have characters with conflicts and, you know, and, and you get these kind of deep personas that you dig into as things develop, as the series develops. I mean, they're just, you know, and then you have love interest and then you have, you know, real conflict and violence and all this stuff that's just even sexualizing characters. I mean, all these things are the type of thing you would see in normal type of series. So I was a bit surprised by that. Um, that's really no different than what you would see in any other series. And it just, it's just interesting that it would take on a persona. I'm, um, one, I'm wondering why, right. I'm wondering why you think that it would have been different. I'm curious, like, because you were saying, I was wondering, you know, you, you were just saying you were surprised that it still had the same story beats and same elements as, I don't know, like a bunch of westernized movies and TV shows, too. I was wondering, why did you think it was going to be different than that? I don't know. I didn't know what to expect, I guess. And, and I didn't realize that. I mean, I'm so far removed from it that I didn't. I thought, I thought Enemy was like one thing. And oh, gotcha. And I thought that was something, you know, sort of on the on the on the edges. But it you know, I didn't realize this you're really just talking just animation storytelling. Mm -hmm. And Matt said that he watched 
with his parents. He probably watched Disney shows with his parents when he was young because that's how animation is depicted, you know, in a Western, I guess, Western cinema making, which we don't do that here. And I wondered also if, if that's the main way that uh, Japanese art is being told. Is it through animation? Is it how they do movies? Is it how they do their series? I don't really... I'm not 100% sure, because I know that there is a... So there's an anime called Demon Slayer, and they they did for one of their... their so there's a stuff in manga called arcs, which are basically like... Um, I, I don't know, story beats, right? So you got like this, this story that leads up to a big main conflict against a villain, and then you kind of have a little lapse, and then you introduce a brand new villain to fight, and then you kill them, and then you move on kind of thing. So there's like the arcs in the series, the story beats... It's like, I don't know, every Star Wars movie's plot is an arc in Star Wars kind of thing. And I was going to make the exact same <laughs> comparison. Finally, I bring up Star Wars next to make a good comparison about it. Um, but um, yeah, so they did one of those arcs in, in a movie format for an anime called Demon Slayer, and they released it in Japan, and it became the highest grossing movie ever in Japan. And it broke records like no one else, and... Me and Matt talked about it on previous episode. We think that that movie changed the anime industry. But that's that's getting a little into the weeds. But I don't really yeah. know personally if it's the main form. I don't know if they do TV shows there or if it's just all anime. Uh, Matt, do you have an idea of that? I'm not sure exactly. But no, they have TV shows for sure. Like there are like Japanese like dramas and like you know like comedies and everything, like r- r- live action stuff. I just think it is more like normalize that animation can be for adults as you were saying yeah where like here it's like we're starting to see more adult stuff like i don't know growing up at max we had like family guy maybe and now we're starting to see all the rick and maury's the i guess the new scooby-doo show that was a flop but regardless they're starting to realize that there's a market for that but like it's definitely still sort of like looked down upon or more like a kid thing yeah. yeah, or uh, edgy kind of funny thing like Family Guy or The Simpsons Office. He took it to another level, but um, you know that's really how how it's done here. I don't, I've never seen anything that's like a you know a serious drama or you know some sort of action movie that would be presented that way that format. Yeah, they are always like edgy comedies. Yeah, that's a good point. I never thought about it. Yeah, that's my vision of animation. So I don't look. I have my fair share of, of, you know, American Dad and, (laughs) uh, you know, The Simpsons and these things. You know, they're hilarious and I like it. And it's done. You know, it's always the humor and everything. And but I don't. I never visualized or even thought of that format presented in a serious kind of way. In a series, in a S E, you know, S E R I E S kind of way. Yeah, it's, it's interesting oh. because it's like it, the 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 what you're talking about the Disney Channel shows before, you know, when I don't know when Frozen came out in the U.S. Right, they marketed that sucker like nonstop, and it made so much money, and it's found this big cultural phenomenon with all this merch and all that, right? And then, Kid show. yeah, exactly. And then you go into Japan. And you see the same amount of marketing and the same amount of merch and the same amount of dressing up like the characters and whatnot, right? The same amount of cultural impact for a show where people get chopped in half and the character goes through different arcs of 
I don't know, loving someone and then having the love taken away and going through all this drama and emotional buildup. And it, it's just interesting how it's, it, it's, it's different between the two, uh, the, the two countries, I guess. I don't know. It's people, it's a, it's a kid thing here. Uh, no, well, not anime. I didn't, it's not necessarily a kid thing here. I think. Why does this mean the mainstream? People associate, you know, like Frozen is a good example. All the Disney stuff. I mean, they basically like, I got this marker cornered mm-hmm. in the mainstream, it, it seems. And a lot of it's, you know, catering toward a, a, you know, really young audience. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you're starting to see, because um, some animations, like, there's an anime movie. Not anime movie, an animation movie called Spider Ver Spider Man Into the Spider Verse that came out recently, and it was oh, yeah, super, yeah, and it was super beloved by everybody because it was an animation that yeah, it had some kiddie elements in it, but adults and older people could still watch it and enjoy it. So I feel like we're starting to see somewhat of a shift towards it, but it is interesting how it's. I, I feel like animation in general, not just specifically anime. It does have a bias towards being kiddie and more edgy. You know, it's either like you see an animation, you think, oh, it's either going to be some dumb kids cartoon or it's going to be some edgy stuff, right? You're not necessarily considering the possibility that, oh, this might actually be a series with relatable characters, with drama, just basically like a regular old, I don't know, HBO TV TV show, just turn it to animation. Well, it's also hard to replace a movie star. Yeah, it's hard to, you know, replace a Tom Hanks movie with the animation, or you know, any big actor that people know and will be attracted to the movie or series simply because of the actor. And there's a lot of that, and which also, uh, and I don't know how you replace that. You know, it's almost impossible in a way to replace it. Well, what if you um, get an animated character voiced by that actor? Well, I mean, Toy Story did that. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of examples. Again, these are kind of Disney things. But, you know, that does happen, and that is a draw. And that may be a way to bring people, you know, in. Because even in Toy Story, you know, speaking of Tom Hanks, it's kind of remarkable that they made a <laughs> this, you know, toy character that actually you could see Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're just so associated with the name, or the, I mean the voice, or if it's just they, they actually made the, this thing do stuff that you're like, oh yeah, I can see Tommy's doing that. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I mean, it's the same thing in... I mean, I, I was, we were talking about this when I was, we were watching certain episodes together. I said, I've gotten to the point where I can recognize certain voice actors in a sense, where I can say, oh, that character in this new anime sounds like this old character in this other anime. So there are kind of famous voice actors in Japan who are known for doing certain roles and known for having certain afflections to their voices that fit certain types of characters. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you start to associate it, but it's it's obviously a different type of, uh, type of industry. Sorry, that's Meth, I feel deep, like... What? That's a deep dive there, man. That's a deep dive. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not... I mean, it's not that deep dive, right? Like, I mean, okay, I could... I mean, maybe it's a deep dive. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't mean to get roasted by my dad on this. Episode. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Man, it's like deep dive's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm just saying it's a deep dive. All right. Yeah, it shows that you like the you, you like the medium. Exactly. So, uh, oh, sorry, Matt. Did you have anything you wanted to add to all that? By the way, I feel like we're jotting you out. 
No, no, not as bad. I, I was enthralled with the conversation. I guess the only <laughs> thing I'd add is also like it's kind of like hard to introduce some of that here because I was thinking about like why Demon Slayer, some of my Demon Slayer can work here, and I think like there's just like cu- like huge cultural differences in what we're allowed to watch. Like I was thinking like from stories I've heard where like entire families are watching Demon Slayer in Japan, where like kids five and up, and I was thinking like would my parents allow me to watch Demon Slayer when I was five and that like there are people getting stabbed and like kind of have and the thing's called demon slayer i i think like there's no way something that would fly so and that's their main market they're like shonen stuff shonen means like stuff for young boys specifically all those like action shows are marketed towards like young kids to early teenagers so it'd be really hard for that to work here when like i think there's a cultural difference where parents here wouldn't allow that right yeah i I haven't really considered that, but I, I do think that there's a difference there. So let's get into some of the specific episodes you watch, because I think these are really interesting to talk about. So okay. I guess we'll start with the very first episode I ever showed you, which was Chainsaw Man episode one. Um, and I don't know, give, give, give your, if you, I showed you it like last night, so I, I hope you remember it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I do. Uh, okay, give us, give us your takes, give us your opinions. I want to know. I don't know, just give us everything. Give us from the animation style, the story, where you were able to keep up with what was going on. Obviously, a first episode is not the entire series, and it doesn't really give a... It gives somewhat of an introduction to the world, but obviously, you, you know, you get into it more as the series progresses. But I just wanted to get some initial some initial takes, because that was like the first anime you ever you ever watched a full episode of. Well, I guess my, my first question is that in your world, are there uh, snobs who believe that it sh- you should watch it with subtitles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Like, you might get more pure, you know, and you've seen the real deal, so you do subtitles. My dad is yeah. bass right now. He's, he's getting picking up all. <laughs> I'm glad you're true? calling them out. Yes, they are, and they're annoying as hell. Yeah, I... that's impossible to watch with subtitles. Um particular if there's a lot of you know it's just like anything with any movie with any anything if you're having to read a lot of dialogue it's almost impossible to see what's happening in the you know the yeah. story and seeing that and, 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 and you know along with that movies that have been successful in this country that have had subtitles have very limited dialogue and they mm-hmm. tell their story much more through the vision mm-hmm. and um then then through you know the, the dialogue and the characters are developed much more through their actions, their activity and interactions that you're seeing rather than what you're he- hearing. Um, so I did watch that one in subtitles and uh, it didn't bother me as much because there, was, there wasn't a lot of subtitles. There was a lot of dialogue and it was pretty simple and straightforward. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was unique, I guess. It's kind of different kind of storyline. Um, uh, you know, you kind of Go ahead. I'm 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 actually curious. Try to describe the storyline. I'm curious. What I, I'm I'm really curious. Like, based on what you saw, I gave you a description of the series. I'm curious. Based on what well, you saw, guy, what would you describe? Uh, he kills demons, and, and uh, that seems to be his job. And um, somehow he has this. Uh, he gets all cut up, and somehow he melts together with his demon dog, which is just funny to say, a demon dog. It happens to be a. Uh, I have demon cats, so I know what a demon dog is, <laughs> and and I don't want to mail with them. Um, oh, they live a better life than me. So it has a chainsaw to his head, which seemed weird, but all right, whatever, I'll go with it. And uh, and then he becomes uh, part chainsaw himself, 
and uh, and at the end, he meets up with some commission of sorts. It seems like they chasing down the demons. I'm assuming he's going to be working with them. That, chasing down the demons. That he does. Yes, that was a good description, honestly. That was the plot yeah. of the. Yeah, that's the plot of the episode right. for sure. That's basically the and, plot. Yeah. And I'm assuming he's going to have his own conflicts in his life. He may even have a possible love interest there down the road. <laughs> um. And I'm assuming he's conflicted between being a human versus demon. Yeah, that's, that's my... yeah, that's fair enough. Honestly, that's a pretty good description of it. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of well. I, I, I'll I'll talk about that later. But okay, so what was your? I'm curious. What was your reaction to the animation itself? Because I remember when I was watching, you said, "How do they make this?" And I'm curious, like, what what was your reaction to the to the animation style and the the the, the way that it was it was done? I, I, I don't know. It just seems very complicated and very detailed. Yeah, and sophisticated on how it's put together. It's it's a long ways from drawings of Bugs Bunny. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, if can't you look put down the OGs though, nah. <laughs> Can't put them down. It's interesting because if you look at the manga that it's based off of, obviously that's physically drawn, hand drawn, and it's just incredible that they're able to draw such detailed drawings, right? And such detailed images. I can show you a single frame of a manga, a single panel, a single like a comic book page, right? Um, and just the incredible detail they put into it. And then in order to change that into animation, it's just it's just like an incredible process. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm so, I'm, I'm, I'm a little curious here. So I, since we were saying beforehand about like hitting the same plot beats and whatnot about, actually, no, that's a dumb question. Matthew asked something. I gave up. I, I, tap yeah, out. Okay, sure. I gave up. Half, <laughs> yeah, okay. I gave up halfway um, through that question. <laughs> yeah, sure. Then. Uh, did you notice any of the CGI per chance? I don't think he even knows what that is. Okay, yeah, yeah, what's... <laughs> Did you notice any of like the yeah? So there's a difference between like hand drawn stuff and then like computer oh. generated sort of okay. like right, look. right. CGI is computer generated. Yeah. Um, mm. Is one of them? Is one of them? What's the well? Is one of them hand drawn? The other one CG? You mean for the shows? Yeah, the ones I watched. No, I, they so, blend them together. Like some, oh, like an episode will use like some CG in it because sometimes it's just easier for them. Yeah, so it's like inside Chainsaw Man, inside that single episode, you had some parts that were hand drawn and some parts that were CG. Why would they do that? Is it to, just, just, just cost? To, yeah, it save money and resources because so CG is so generally easy. easier. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Wonder why they would do everything CG then? Because, but I didn't. I don't. I can. I don't. I didn't really specifically. Uh, at, at a, uh, if I had been looking for it, maybe I would have. Um, but I assume some of the the scenes that were more stagnant, where there wasn't a lot of action, or maybe a lot of you know light action, maybe a character moving through a scene in the background that doesn't really change a lot. I guess that's hand drawn. Is that fair? That's fair. That's also so interesting that I, I like your because I, I the 
a huge criticism of the show. I mean, the show's beloved, but a huge criticism of the first episode when it first came out was like people were saying there's a lot of CG and stuff. Even though it was kind of wrong, they were just like seeing stuff with their eyes. But I think it's just because like people have like a weird stigma for CG, which is fair. Some of it times it looks bad, but like I think it's more like the more as you're like the same thing with subtitle snobs. There are people who are yeah. snobs about like CG and like they suddenly try to look for it and everything and then complain about it. So I'm glad to see like fresh eyes can like show it's like perfectly fine. It looked good and you you couldn't even notice because it blended it well. No, I don't really. Nothing like that jumped out at me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the one of the huge criticisms was throughout the entire thing was the CG and I think it's really stupid that they did that. Even the the company put out on Twitter some clips of how they animated it and some of the clips that people thought were cg were actually hand-drawn animation and so it was like it was a, basically a slap in the face of the of the cg stop saying actually we did it cgi that it was a hand-drawn animation scene you all are just tripping so it, why, it, the hell would, why, why the hell would anybody care because there's a stigma I mean, well, okay, so... I mean, is it about the storyline, or is it about the art of the... I mean, is it the storytelling, or is it the, just the art of it? I don't... It's the art, because there... That's a good to, question. There are examples of, like, CG that's ruined anime, because CG generally looks worse, but it's one of those things where they've gotten so stigmatized about it and so scared of it, that if they think they've seen it, they suddenly think... Even though it looked good and they they like it, the fact that it is CGI just means suddenly they have to hate it. Yeah, I mean, it's because, cause, yeah, as I was saying, there are certain companies, not companies, there are certain shows out there that have really bad CG for whatever reasons. They could just be that, that it was done really cheaply and really quickly and really rushed. And even if you have the best story, it's kind of hard to stay invested in something that looks really visually bad to look at, even if the story is great. And there's a certain studio out there, because there's all these different animation studios that do all these different projects and all these different shows. There's an anime studio called Studio Orange, that's their name, and they specifically do CG, but they're really good at CG because they perfected it over the years. That's their specialty. They only do CG stuff, and people basically only really, really love their kind of CG, but I don't know. It's interesting to be like, is anime more about the art and the story? It's interesting to kind of have that comparison. I never really thought about it that way, but... Yeah, it is, there, there's a weird stigma against CG. I don't, me and Matt don't really agree with it. Mm. It doesn't seem very uh, fair, I feel like. I, mean, I guess if you're watching a movie and it's not filmed well, or if, you know, the scenery's not done well, that could be legitimate criticism, take away from the story. Exactly, yeah. Know, all that matters, I suppose. Yeah, it all, it all um, kind of comes together. I don't know if I have that discerning of an eye to really pick up that kind of stuff. I don't think you would have. I would have been kind of surprised if you were able to tell a difference in the two. Cause I don't think be... most people do. I yeah, think it's it just like they, like, yeah, even for, I'm scared of CG because it's ruined a lot of shows, but like, as long as it looks good, I don't really care. But a lot of people, they just like, they they think they notice it even if it's not there and they have mm -hmm. to snap just because they're prejudiced, I guess. It's a weird you, way to use that. So you indicate you believe it's ruined some shows. Why do you say that? Because CG generally... Get, like, the thing about, like, hand-drawn animation, you can, like, have a lot more fluidity and, like, it generally looks more lively. While, like, CG... If you put CG next 
Chainsaw Man's a bit different because they had like a lot of studios working on it and a lot of effort to the point where it looks good, but like your average CG looks kind of like gross and it, it looks robotic almost. Mm. It doesn't. It, it's very noticeable in other stuff. Just Chainsaw Man did it well enough that no one cares. Except the snobs. Except the snobs who are taking a little magnifying glass to the scenes and analyzing it <laughs> frame by frame, which is freaking stupid. But yeah, it, it, it's it, yeah. Even if again, like even if an anime can have the best storyline in the world, right? And even if a if a movie can have the best storyline in the world, what you were saying, you know, it's like bad acting can bring down a movie from a from like a ten out of ten to us. Now, no, six out of ten or something like that. It's just it's difficult to kind of stay invested in something visually when you are engaged in it. Um, but anyway, so that so that was uh, I guess Chainsaw Man. Uh, are anything else you want to say about it, or do you want to talk about the next uh, show? Well, I'll talk about the next show. I just have a general question too: that all of these are filmed in Japan; they're made by a Japanese country. Yet all of the characters are very Westernized. They look <laughs> Westernized. In fact, they have no depiction of anything Eastern, even culture or appearance. And I wonder why. And I wonder if that's are they really marketing to a Western audience? I I think there are a couple factors. Specifically, with the sh- actually, it's funny that Brennan picked those three shows particularly because all three shows take influence from other countries. Like there, I think. They don't really try for outer audiences just because the bigger audience is in Japan, or the biggest audience is in Japan, and they don't really care about the outside. But like uh, Chainsaw Man, for instance, uh, the author is a huge, huge fan of um, American cinema to the point where the entire opening of that show is just uh, the anime characters acting out different scenes from different American movies, like Pulp Fiction and stuff. And yeah, I can see that, right? I think the same with 86 is more it's like a european war based except futuristic obviously and then cowboy bebop is like i think american uh like western based yeah yeah i mean are I there th- there you go i was just gonna ask are there are there other enemies that are that are more tailored toward an eastern audience i would say or majority are it was it was huh. crazy that brennan just happened to pick those well okay okay here, here okay i it's not like i picked those what i did is i had a list of like seven I gave a short description of the plots and I let my dad choose which ones he wanted to watch. So that okay. that's so that's what I did. So that you chose wrong, you're, basically. You're, is what I'm saying. Are you, are you accusing <laughs> me of in, 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 in like uh, unconscious bias? Is that what you're accusing me of? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not accusing you of anything. All right. So, but, no, I mean, the, so there there are animes that have Japanese things. Usually, it's not the futuristic ones or the technological ones. It's usually like a a love story, right? of two people and I don't know, they get, I don't know, they get separated and then they come back together, whatever. Right. And then you get images of Japanese streets and Japanese things and Japanese festivals. Like I know what a freaking summer festival is now because of there's, it really shows up in every single freaking anime ever. Like, okay. Matt, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah I don't so it's like, so it's like every single yeah. one. Yeah. Like every single one love story ever. So there are a lot of Japanese elements to it. So the three you show me are actually unique. Actually. They are unique. In, they are unique in the aspect that they they don't necessarily. It's like th- they're unique in the sense that the world that they take place in can take place anywhere. Like Chainsaw Man, for instance, if you take out all the Japanese text and replace it with I don't know New York or something, 
it could make sense that it took place in the in that city. Well, yeah, but I mean, Not with all the drawings, you know, they just they look they all look very, you know, I'm, I'm Americanized to uh, the I'm, characters too. I'm interested, Matt. What do you think about that? The drawings of the characters being westernized. Westernized how? Like with them having blonde hair? Yeah, they're blue-eyed, blonde-eyed people. There's a, that no one looks any different it's, than no one looks a Asian. Weird thing in anime. I, I don't really know how to describe, or I, I don't know why this happened. Hair color is so like almost irrelevant because like the blonde hair, yeah, but there are so many anime where like people are just born with blue or pink hair and it's just like the, and they're in like commonplace japan but they were just born like that and like it's not like a plot point or anything it's just like for some reason in anime like you get people with all different types of like hair just born like like makima the the person you met at the end of the episode she's just kind of like that it's not like she dyes her hair it's just some people are born like at this by being japanese just because i don't i don't know when it came but it's just natural in anime for people to have like different colored hair for no reason it's kind of interesting that you know it's so popular there, but everybody looks very westernized. They're drawn to look very westernized, and it's just. I think to a certain extent, what you're like, longer. you bring up a point where like, in other countries as well, but Western media is kind of romanticized as well. So I think a lot of people like, it also does appeal to a certain extent. Like there, uh, even speaking about like the, the like ones that take place in Japan, some like for instance the romances that Brennan were talking about, sometimes you have like a foreign exchange student from America or like London and they're always like the hottest person in the school. Never right. like, the most regal one. Which is actually not true. I mean in Japan it's 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 you know, I don't think I think it's harder to assimilate in Japan than a lot of other countries actually. Mm-hmm. Well probably especially yeah. for uh, Yes. Especially for Western anyway, countries. I mean they're their language is uh, so completely different to entire culture. No, no, I get what you're saying. I honestly do. Curious, just curious. Yeah, you see all, that in all of them. You're all good. I mean, it's also, I mean, specifically Chainsaw Man specifically is so influenced by Western cartoons, like, not Western cartoons, Western shows and media. Like what Meth was saying, basically the entire opening are just scenes from movies replaced with Chainsaw Man characters instead of the actors. Like, there's what, like the first, I think, like one of the first shots in the anime is a character with a gun pointing at the screen, and that is an exact shot from Pulp Fiction where Samuel Jackson yeah, is pointing the right. gun at the scene. So it's like, I and didn't it, realize, yeah, exactly, yeah. So it just it repeats that over and over and over again of different scenes from Westernized movies, and I think that the 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 romantic romanticification, I think, yeah, I think that's how you say, uh, right, Might correct, be a word. yeah, whatever, could be a word now. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, <laughs> of, <laughs> thank you. Of westernized movies in there is really influenced. It's kind of. It's also kind of difficult to break away from Western culture, considering how big it is. You know, it's kind of difficult to alienate yourself from it because of the cultural influence that the westernized uh, movies and our IPs and our series have over the rest of the world. It's a little difficult to completely isolate from that and not be influenced by it, at least subconsciously, in a way. Mm. Yeah, Marvel but, movies are still huge everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. And obviously, those are those have Western characters, and they have Western, you know, ideals and morals and all that. So it, it, it's all it's all it's, all, it's difficult to try to completely unbiased yourself from it. Um, I just wonder if it signifies some sort of 
unconscious bias that they may have that a lot of Eastern cultures may have toward Western cultures, but maybe maybe that's a deeper uh, conversation to have. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that's a bad take or anything. I mean, I think it's a it, it's something where. I don't know. It's interesting. I wonder, Matt. Actually, I, I actually have to ask you this question because he brought it up. If all anime characters, I wonder if one of the reasons why we're drawn to anime so much is because is because it has Western influences and it may have even modeled after some Westernized characters, even if the settings are in Japan and they do Japanese things. I wonder if we relate to anime because they look like Westernized characters and we could see ourselves doing that. What they do. I don't know if we're drawn to it, but I will say, like, there is a funny trend where, like, a lot of the biggest animes of all time happen to have those trends that are either take place outside of it or, like, have the westernized characters. All, like, the masterpiece ones tend to be like that. Like, like Cowboy Bebop, like Chainsaw Man, like, uh, 86, I guess. AOT as well, Attack on Titan, in a sense. Yeah. 50 cents, by the way. Um, <laughs> sure. but... Regardless, yeah, it's it's definitely prevalent. That being said, I'm also seeing the opposite happen here, where, like, um, I guess a lot of people are also influenced by Eastern media here, where, like, a lot of, like, I try to keep up with the animation just because I like animation, like American animation, and, like, a lot of American animations taking on, like, a lot of Japanese, um, like, animation styles or, like, different, like, sort of... Uh, how do I describe it? Just cultural significance, even comics as well. So I think it's just whatever's whatever's considered, whatever people like, they're gonna like take out or take part of. Yeah, I think it's, it's an interesting theme overall. So let's move on to the next show which you watched, which is eighty six. Um, so give us your opinions about that. Same thing as Chainsaw Man, you know, initial thoughts, reactions, animation style, yeah. story, characters, whatever stuff like that. It's where I discover that subtitles are make it very complicated to deal with the storyline. That's where I discover <laughs> that. Fair enough. And the first time I said, why don't they dub this in English? And I was told, well, they do. And I'm like, well, why did I just... <laughs> my brain. I may, have made a, I may have made a mistake and showed him to sub this <laughs> in the dub of a pretty complicated uh, series. Uh, I said it, my is bad. it dubbed already? It is, yeah. It's all dubbed. Okay. Yeah, I... So I, I don't know what it would look like that under in that context, um, but nonetheless, obviously a, a little more complicated storyline it seems. Um, I don't notice a big difference in the animation, really. So mm -hmm. I don't know if there was something there I'm missing. That's but I didn't really interesting. Notice. I wouldn't say um, there's something there that you're missing. But they are done by two very different anime studios that have different methods for animating, um, and it, it, they're they're very different. If you actually maybe see like one scene versus another, you can tell differences between them if you look at them side by side, type of thing. So yeah, maybe I think I was more fixated on the storyline. Okay, so so wait, so so let's do the same thing. All right, I'm curious. Do the same thing as Chainsaw Man. Try try to describe the story. I'm just really curious how much of a not not of an impact I say, but I'm curious to get someone's first oh, opinion. Trying to understand the story via subtitles and via the, the uh, medium. It seemed like there was sort of like a Hunger Games thing going on there, where like there were different districts or something going on. Um, 
and it seems like they're fighting some outer region or something. And this main character is taking his scantily dressed, by the way, which is almost weird. But, <laughs> um, but they were taking on this row, I guess, is some sort of commander row, and it was her first foray into that area. All okay. right, how am I doing? And there's this an ongoing war. No, you're fine. You're fine. Probably has a lot to do with, um, you know, class. I'm assuming. I'll uh, take it. I'll take it. Not bad. You know, discrimi- maybe discrimination, you know, or something. Yeah, I'll take. Not not bad. Not bad. <laughs> uh, Matt, <laughs> I'm curious. When when he said different anime styles, you said interesting. Uh, why did you say that initially? Just because, like. For me, they're totally different, but I think it's just like mm. overload of the amount I watch that it becomes like super apparent for me. But I guess thinking back to like when I first started watching anime, like all of it kind of like looked generally the same to me, and except that there were like huge, huge differences. But otherwise, like they all do kind of use the same animation style, and I never really think about it just because like when you watch a lot, then it becomes more apparent. It's like being a song, it, it's like being what, what do they call it? Some layer, some some. What's a wine taster? What are those guys called? A sommelier. Yeah, that thing. Where well, like, you're I can... starting to see the nuances, and you start to see like things that most people don't see. I, I mean, the thing it happens in movies too. I know, uh, to my recollection, Brennan and Brennan's brother took a movie class. Where I don't know, Brennan, you didn't take it. But I know your I, brother did. I did not. My brother did. But he. Uh, was able to point out like different camera angles and different ways of you know use of cinema that I didn't realize what I was seeing until it was shown and described to me and then like oh okay now I get it um, you know and then when you see it again you start to recognize what's going on but it's you know it's part of getting educated I suppose yeah I mean if some people can tell the director by like just what camera angle are you, or they're using a specific type of shot, like the, right. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's really in the weeds. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what y'all do, isn't it? I mean, I can't tell a director of an anime by what the anime is. I will say that much. That's that's way too in depth for me. Like that's not happening. Well, I feel like but, this eighty six is probably. Obviously, more complicated than this chainsaw. Yeah. So this Jason Chainsaw Massacre character, um, <laughs> killing demons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Western influence. Yeah, but you know, I, you know, I guess I, I'm assuming it's exploring different things, and like I said, along the lines of, you know, good and evil, and how those things can get mixed up, and. I'm assuming she's going to go through her own kind of personality conflicts with, yeah, um, you know, and voyage, mm-hmm. right, where she wants to be a great commander, but then she probably at some point runs into like, why are we killing all these people? What's the purpose? And maybe gets jaded by war, right? Yeah, I, my dad's looking deep into the future. <laughs> they serious, really seeing what's going on. No, no, you're all good. I, again, it's like it's just to get someone's uh, take on this going into blind, going into these serious blind. Um, no, I think it's, it, it is totally a different tone because every anime has their specific tones that they go with and, you know, whether it be completely serious throughout or 
Chainsaw Man, for instance, has comedy in it. It has very comedic tones to it once you get a little deeper into it. Uh, 86 has comedic parts, but it is pretty much a serious thing about race and war and discrimination throughout the entire series. That's kind of the general themes that happen. And it's interesting as well to kind of see how they decide to represent those themes um, and what choices they make to try to to represent those throughout the series. Yeah, I, I kind of see the Quentin Tarantino kind of influence with this chainsaw stuff. You know? <laughs> I see I, that. Yeah, I feel like he's. I feel like he's a big. I I don't know if I read this somewhere or not, or maybe making this up, but I I think the the, the creator of the the show is a big fan of his, and I'm pretty yeah, sure that kind of exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he is okay. Why didn't you say that sooner, man? <laughs> Probably into a quarter. Well, I was man. waiting for you to. I don't want to interrupt you. No. Nope. Okay. Yeah, because we definitely have like talking orders here. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I I definitely see that. So, the last one I decided to show you was Cowboy Bebop, and I showed you Cowboy Bebop. Um, not only because it's a old anime in comparison to the other ones that just recently came out, like last two three years. This one from nineteen ninety eight. Uh, but also I tried to do a dub instead of subbed, uh, but I wanted to get hmm. your opinions on that. Not just a well, sub and did... dub, but just a general series in the overall, and that as well. I don't know if that was the influence or the fact that I that it is significantly older, but I did think that it looked different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did notice a difference in the way you know it was, I guess, since the, the cinema was put forward. Um, am I right? Is it different? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's different it, to me. It, no, it's, older. Okay. it is different. It does look very different, yeah. Right, right. Um, but I did like it, though. I, I actually found it the most interesting of the three that I saw that I would actually was kind of curious about what's happening, you know, watch it again, I guess. I'm curious. Um, why did you find it more interesting than the other ones? Do you I have- don't know. I just kind of like the... Um, I like where the storyline was going, kind of. I like the character. The character was kind of compelling. I think that's the challenge with this enemy stuff, I would assume, is that it's it's hard to have an attachment to a character. And mm. characters really drive the boat, I think. Um, you know, in anything you watch. And if you really find a character compelling and you remember them, um, you know, that's, that's what... That's what you would find most intriguing and attract you to go back and continue to watching. I mean, if you walk away from a show and you think about the character a little bit afterwards, you know, after you do that escape from reality, watching any show, then that's pretty remarkable. It doesn't happen easily. At least it doesn't for me. So yeah. I think to me, that would be the biggest challenge with doing animation is to, is to get people to have some real attachment to a character. I guess it, development. I guess it is difficult to have attachment to an anime character versus an actor playing a role. Because obviously it's way more realistic, right? If you have somebody physical there doing something, then you can say, oh, I would do that, or I would move my arms in that way, or I would move my eyes, you know, whatever. Versus an anime character, or any animation. I, but I did like that character. I liked him. Spike? That's, the, that's his name. Spike is cool as hell. He is yeah, cool. I, I was kind of getting into that. He was, yeah, you know, there was a lot of humor in the air, and it was, it was, uh, he was kind of like a cool character. So, yeah, I think Cowboy Bebop as well is also a, a very westernized show in general. 
because it's, yeah. it's it's playing off the old cowboy stuff, right? I mean, it's cowboys in space, but it's cowboys in their own uh, cyberpunk space universe thing. So it's it's obviously very westernized, um, and it's it's um it's it's very it's you know it's 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 a it's a it's a very very iconic show throughout the years um, yeah. that it has yeah, been. It, it, it's good. Yeah. Nice. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Would you That's say awesome. it was your favorite of the three? Yeah. Let's say that was my favorite of the three. That's fair Although enough. Although when the thoughts described to me, I actually thought I would like the 86 thing better. Hmm. Just by the description, but actually when I watched it, I liked it. Because of him, I liked the character. Oh, and gotcha. I think I'm drawn to, you know, characters like that. Yeah, that's the thing about like eighty six. Like Shin is just kind of like. Oh wait, no wait. It starts out with Handler, the girl. Like, it, the the yeah, the, I don't know. She's just kind of the scantily clad girl, according to my dad. Yeah. I'm glad you picked that. That's a that's a common thing in anime. Sadly, that we tend to nitpick a lot on this show, but uh, yeah. I think but, it's it's funny though to see like uh, drawn like characters, you know, sexualized characters. I mean, it's it's a little, I don't know. I guess you gotta do it the right way. It seems a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe I'm uptight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I understand that. I mean, sexualization. This is a weird conversation. <laughs> that's because my dad's on the line. But only with your dad. It's only my dad when we bring up sexualization. Well, anyway. I mean, every show has. I mean, like it is what it is, and violence yeah. and sex sells, and you know, it's nothing new under the sun for that to be an every type of show or series or whatever. Yeah, it's just we see it in cartoon form. It's a maybe you know, maybe it's simply because I'm also associating these shows again with a different age. You know, like Frozen or something. Yeah, it, no, no. You're. All, it, I think. I think animation is definitely trying to. Well, I wouldn't say try to sexualize things, but obviously, animation is moving more into the cinema department as opposed to being the the Saturday morning cartoon type of type of eyes. Um, it's for grown up. It's it's a different. They're targeting a different age group than I'm talking about. Exactly. So. Yeah. I mean, things like Family Guy and American Dad. Those are obviously targeting a, a more you know edgy, I don't know, early 20s, 30s, even uh, 50s, like like you. Uh, it's sorry. extreme extreme humor, too. It's just... Exactly, lapoon. yeah. It's, it's, it's just... It's all it is. It's, exactly, it's yeah. And obviously, those shows have a lot of sexualization because they are dependent on edgy jokes and sexualization to draw in the right, crowds. Right, right, right. But I'm... Like yeah, yeah <laughs> but I'm curious. So, when you see Family Guy sexualization of a character right for a joke or something is it different from seeing the handler in 86 being sexualized are those two different well, types because, yeah because it's done for humor purposes and like those other shows even though they're 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 obviously i wouldn't let you watch um even the simpsons until you're a little older that little family guy <laughs> um but uh but you know it's done there it's done in humor hmm you know, it's just, it's goofing. It's yeah. funny. And it's just nothing to have, like, a scantily clad girl walking into a room that's a drawing. He was but supposed that's to... probably just my bias, maybe. Because no. that happens all the time in movies. Yeah, she's supposed to be, like, a commander of a military unit, and she's dressed like that. 
Hey, you got like knee eyes on. I mean, I <laughs> garter mouth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's targeting different audiences and the different purposes of it. And I mean, right. th- there are there are animes that have no sexualization whatsoever and are just strictly focused on the stories, just strictly focused on the characters and so forth. Yeah, and there's some. So it, bo- I know. So boring. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, there's some animes that have sexualization for comedy's sake. They do it. Somewhat yeah. minimally, or it's like just one scene and done, but it's not meant to be taken like a serious, serious, serious scene. It's meant to be taken as a joke, right? Type of thing. There's also anime that are only sexualization and they're purely for people who want to watch it for some reason. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming there's a whole porn category that we don't, you know, yeah, you probably don't explore that word. I'm assuming, there's nonetheless. A, there's- there's a everybody. weird like <laughs> line though. there there is a porn category but there's also like a line where it's not porn but it's like basically there it's like no porn <laughs> but it's still like pure sexualization for some reason but it's weird it's popular yeah well that's because japanese yeah. people are freaking lonely weirdos i'm sorry that yeah, that that's... one is <laughs> i don't think you could say that one. <laughs> that's not, that's <laughs> not going to help your uh, listening base there oh yeah, so, yeah. the chance of us getting when sponsors you asked at the start of the podcast why what have we said that sponsors wouldn't like that's, yeah, that's what i'm jealous. talking about only a japanese sponsor wouldn't like that okay an american one would be all right with I, it i think an american sponsor sure would not wouldn't. be cool with that oh my all right japanese are well yeah that's probably not good yeah. sorry sorry beth i just threw our chances of this going big as down the drain <laughs> okay. this is you should I, apologize if, to me i'm the one that felt like i fell <laughs> that you just said that <laughs> I mean, I, I just think it's like anything else. Like, I have a hard time devoting myself to any kind of like, you know, long series just because it just feels like a, a commitment and obligation that I don't know if I got time for. So, um, so if it's a good storyline, though, like, it can drag you in. And those were three very different storylines as far as that goes. And I guess I didn't notice, like I said, I probably don't the discerning eye to see the different way that they're put together. I mean, once you kind of lay it out, I kind of can see, recollect some of the differences. Uh, obviously, the little that was older looked a little older when it was done. But I liked it best because I liked the storyline and I kind of mm-hmm. found the character interesting. So, oh my, oh, I had such a good point. It just left my head. Oh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Okay, wait, I'm... Okay, here, I was going to say something. So I'm curious, because anime, because obviously Western shows, right? I don't know, take Game of Thrones, for instance. Every episode is like an hour, and there's eight seasons of it, and I don't know, eight episodes per season. So it's just long thing, hours and hours and hours of content. Anime sometimes is done in 12 episodes. It's 12 episodes, and you're done. That's it. And each episode is 20 minutes. And like, that's it. That's all. That's all she wrote, folks. I'm wondering if that shorter form of storytelling is more engaging for drawing in people to characters or not. Like what you were saying, yeah. like Cowboy Bebop, I think it's 24 episodes and every episode is 20 minutes and that's it. That's the end of the series and you're done. Like it's a pretty quick series. If you watch yeah. like, I don't know, three episodes at a time, you can be done in a week, you know? So yeah, it's good. It is more that, that more that, that, that story. Sorry, not that story, that, that, that short form storytelling. Um, so, okay, so I'm curious. Now that we've talked about all three of these series, 
I, well, I have a couple questions to, to, to kind of wrap up the thoughts. Um, okay, number one, has your thoughts of anime changed? Has your opinion of it, has your perception of what anime is been altered yes. by actually definitely. seeing it? Yeah, definitely. In what ways? Because I, actually, I, because I didn't know what it was. I thought it was something on the fringes, too. I, I didn't really know how to make, I didn't know what to make of cartoons. I mean, to me, it just seemed like cartoons, and I don't know, and I probably have biases on that. And once I watched it, I said, well, it's just a different way of presenting a story that's, like I said at the beginning, is really no different than, you know, stories that's been being told for, you know, hundreds of, maybe thousands of years. Yeah. It's just a different format. Uh, Matt, do you have any How do you questions? all find it? What do you find the, what, I, I'm curious, so what do you all find attractive about it? So, do you want to go first, Matt? I feel like I've, I've talked a lot this episode, so. No, no, you, you go ahead, man. I, uh, I can answer after. No, it's so kind. I have another, I have another follow-up question for my dad at the, uh, to wrap up the thoughts, but I'll answer your question first. Um, I, so, what I find to enjoyable about it is the, a couple things. One, the uniqueness of the stories, you know? I think some of these stories where you have a city in, surrounded by walls, and you have manning titans there, and they break into the walls, and they start killing people and eating people, and the main character goes on this big, long journey and quest, and you get into spoiler, ter- spoiler territory past that point. But it, it's like the uniqueness of the stories are really engaging to me, and just how... How... Like, I, I keep I keep wanting to find a different word or just use unique, but they're engaging because there's something that I've never seen done before. It's a story, a type of writing, a type of not only animation, obviously, but just a type of presenting characters that I, I have never seen before in Western cartoons and in Western media. And I think that's what draws me into it. And I think the characters aren't what draws me into anime. I don't think it's the characters. I think it's the story and the setting and what happens around the characters that really draw me in, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because when, when I cry at anime, because I have cried at anime, it's because I've been drawn into this world, and when I see something really sad happen to the character, or I see the character put into a very sad situation, like Violet Evergarden, which is one of the shows that I was going to show you initially, which I think is a very beautiful show, and I've cried multiple times at that show. I think it's if you watch that show and you get invested in it, it is almost impossible not to cry at that show. Like everybody who watches it cries because it's just it's that powerful, and they hit on such strong emotional beats throughout the entire thing. You just get drawn into this character's arc, arc, and it's a very unique type of show as well. And it's drawn, it's animated very beautifully as well. So you don't get this weird janky animation with this great story. It's wonderful story and wonderful animation. So what I think really draws me in about it is the uniqueness of the story and what happens around the characters, the context. It's just so interesting and engaging. It's something I've never seen before, something new. And every time I watch a new anime, I know I'm going to get something new that I've never seen before. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was... <laughs> Brandon gave such a, such a beautiful speech there. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I know. I, I kind of went off a little bit I, there. Is a lot less, a lot more cynical. Just like I've always loved animation growing up. Animation was like I, I like, I was a big cartoon guy growing up. I watched all of them under the sun, and uh, sadly, as I grow older, 
uh, the animation or American corporations tend to kill all forms of creativity. Like there are plenty of good cartoons that have been killed over the past like uh, year or two, like uh, Owl House, um, Infinity Train, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, to make way for like more commercialized, like easy to put out stuff. And they just don't really care about the art form. Like, I not no hate to people that watch it, but stuff like Big Mouth or the new Scooby Doo show. It's just like yeah. it's making way for like easy animation, which isn't like I, I got into it for the art form. And I'm sure Japan will get there at some point. But for now, they're still way more committed to the art form, which I enjoy. Also, I've just been watching since in middle school, and I don't know how to stop because it's, <laughs> it's just become part of my daily life. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah that's cool. So I have one more question for you. I don't know if Meth had any questions, but my last question um, to kind of get some final thoughts is what do you want? It's just like you're like committing to something here. You said that you'll be interested to see what happens. You said Sir Cowboy Bebop specifically that you are interested in what happens forward. Like, would you be interested in watching maybe... But this might sound controversial. I know you might like spit out your water or something. Episode two, <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, like I, I, I'm just interested. Uh, I, I'm just I'm interested after being introduced to this, and I'm not trying to force you or be like that guy who pins you down and you know, like like a torture device in a movie, right? Where you get strapped to a chair and your eyes get opened by a clamp or something, and you're forced oh, to wow, watch something. Very graphic. I know. I may have gone. I mean, have I ever told you no before? So I don't know. I mean, well, well, no. I, I I'm asking on your sake, for your I sake, would. not, not, not. Well, I, I, I would, I would. It, it's, it's different though, and, um, like this. You know, I, I could repeat that. I mean, like, I, when I, you know, I'm, I'm a Star Wars uh, geek like yourself, and um, like all good red blood Americans, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, I like. I, I was, I was more engaged with the, the the the, you know, the things that were not animated. I had a hard time getting into the animated because I, I also think that I probably have biases that, um, you know, that I'm trying to leave at the door. No, that's fair um, enough. But yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to watching more any more than any other series. I, I'm not good at series though. It feels like a commitment. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. That's, that's fair. interesting. That's fair enough. Well, that's fair I, enough. I, 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 I don't think uh, you know, you guys are on the edges. I don't think it's I don't think you're nerds or geeks. I just think it's a different way of presenting a storyline. And you probably could be more creative. I mean if you're directing or making these things you probably have more room to be creative doing it through this kind of format because there's limitations when you're dealing with human beings and real life stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, you couldn't do uh, chainsaws, you know, sawing people up quite the same way. <laughs> or you, do, yeah. you know, the computer generated imaging or drawings or whatever. That's fair enough. Uh, Matt, did you have any questions? No, no, that was it. And me describe the bird. Actually, that was another reason that I think I like it. Just like there are some stuff in like you see it in a movie and it looks kind of janky, 
that yeah. there are just some things that can be done better in drawing just because it's impossible to bring to real life. That's why it's so. That's why it's so difficult when companies try to change anime into live action. They do a live action adaptation of an <laughs> anime because they usually suck so badly because it's so difficult to change something that was not only originally meant to be drawn and had a drawn mindset originally, but trying to change something so unrealistic and put it into realism. I mean, it's so difficult to do. You know, like can you imagine someone looking like us with a real actor standing there with Home Depot ch Home Depot chainsaws coming out of him, it would look kind of weird unless you do it really well and you might have to, I don't know, add like some cartoony filter to the chainsaws. You would have to do some manipulation there, but it's not easy to just say, okay, we're just going to add this element, add this element, put it together and put it out there like it's real. Like they did a live action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop, the show that you said you actually kind of liked. Um, mm -hmm. And it was, it was not very good. There were good-ish elements to it, but again, it's so difficult to translate it from one medium to the other. Um, a lot of what people hated was was the like comedic cartoon moments. Like for example, like a Bugs Bunny steams because he's angry and the steam comes out of his ears. It doesn't translate well to like live action. When they try to do it, it just feels like forced or like gross. Yeah. Well, isn't that kind of mocking the fact that it was sim that it was you know like in cartoon version? And isn't that what they're doing when they do that? Seems it like. is kind of like they'll. There are some scenes where like they almost mock the like the cartoon like angry effect or cartoon just like emotions because like in cartoons their emotions are a lot more drawn out and like super expressive to just show it and they try to put that in the live action and instead of coming off as comedic as you said it like mocks it and seems like kind of like weird inhuman right. almost. Yeah. It's yeah. Probably the wrong direction. Yeah. Get people the wrong way, I'm assuming. It does, yeah. I mean, again, again, there are some things that you really can only do in animation. It's just like, you know, telling a story in a different medium format. But yeah, uh, well, we've we've reached an hour and six minutes. You said you wouldn't be able to reach an hour. You actually lasted longer than an hour. I know. I'm so surprised. <laughs> see, see, we, we know... Well. We know how to lead a conversation, all right? Don't know Tesla. So you guys are good. We know good. we're we know what we're doing. Nobody listens, but we know what we're doing. <laughs> well, I'm uh, honored to be uh, on your show. We we are honored. Yeah. We are honored as well. Um, and hey, you know, I, I I'll I'll make you a promise. If not, if I make you, if you actually watch the entirety of Cowboy Bebop one of these days, I'll we'll invite you back on. I know. Well, yeah. thank you. Well, I don't. Uh, I, oh, I find that to be another honor to come back, God. Oh, it would be an. Thoughts. It would be a. I feel like I feel honor. like I have a lot to learn, though. You know, I feel like you guys are well above me, but. Well, I also haven't seen Cowboy Bebop, so I could there. That'd be uh, an interesting episode. It's the. Oh, you got. You it's, got one of, too, it's one of the. It's one of the icon. It's it's one of the only old iconic super famous anime. That I have seen, but Meth has not. And I no, feel, you've also seen Neon Genesis, right? Oh uh, yeah, I have seen that, and you didn't watch that, so yeah. Okay, two two of the biggest old school ninety animes ever, and two of the biggest IPs in anime, even to this day, Meth hasn't seen, but I have. So, I don't watch iconic stuff. 
Okay, I'm just better than you. You can just say it. I already right? know the God. plot. It's the problem with big properties. You know what's gonna happen because people won't shut up about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're just you're just coping, buddy. All right, come on, just just no, no, no. <laughs> just 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 say I'm. I I I know my way around the block. All right, come on. I don't bragging about watching cartoons isn't isn't. A <laughs> That's what we do on this podcast, isn't it? Yeah, fair. <laughs> but anyway. Alright, guys. Thank you for having me. Of course. It was Have great. Fun. Thank you for being on. It was amazing. It was great having you on. Thank you. Uh it thank you. Fun. I actually enjoyed it. I didn't know what to make out of it, but it was actually kind of fun to talk about. So you guys do a good job. So thanks for having me. Of course. Thank now again. Now you can go watch football. <coughs> That's right. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. You really don't. I don't think he knows how to leave with this critical. I was about to ask. Do <laughs> I even know how to leave? <laughs> figure it out. You, you click on the on the bottom screen. There should be like a red, um, like X button. You click on that. You see right, that? Love you, Brennan. Love you, Brennan. Yeah, I love you too. It's funny. We're gonna end the episode here, so it's not like me and Meth are really gonna talk after this. Well, then I'm going to leave on that note. That's okay. a good note to leave on, I should think. That's a perfect note to leave on. All right. Goodbye, everyone. We'll see you next week. Matt, do you want to say bye or end on anything? See ya. What a wonderful way to end it. Goodbye, everyone.